really solidified for me this myth that we have that fast food is really that fast because you still have to get in a car. You still have to go somewhere, pay for it, come back. It's more expensive. It takes time and it's not health promoting and it doesn't feel good in your body. Don't buy into that myth that it's really saving you time when you can make something pretty quick at home. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio and this is episode number 183. Welcome to Veggie Doctor Radio. I am your host, Dr. Yami, board certified pediatrician, certified lifestyle medicine physician, certified health and wellness coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, and human being. I passionately believe in the power of diet, habits, and mindset in sparking and sustaining well being and joy in our lives. This podcast combines expert interviews and thoughtful monologues to explore plant-based nutrition, lifestyle medicine, parenting, mindset, and other exciting and fun topics. I hope that these episodes inspire you, uplift you, and equip you with the knowledge and tools to live your best life. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Well, hello, y'all. Welcome back, veggie lovers. I hope you enjoyed my last episode about sweet potatoes. My purple Hawaiian Okinawan sweet potatoes came in, and over the past two days, I have been eating so many purple sweet potatoes. They are so yummy. How I prepare them is two ways. So I just roasted some whole, washed them, prick them, roast them. And then some of them I peeled and I diced and I air fried just plain. Cause y'all, they are so good, just plain. I toss that into things. So my salads, my bowls, I eat it as a snack by itself. So good, so special. Purple sweet potatoes are one of those foods that I feel is not real. I feel like it's fake. The first time I tasted dates, I thought the same thing. I thought, this is not real. It's too sweet. It's too melt-in-your-mouth, caramelly, delicious. It just doesn't seem like a real food. Purple sweet potatoes are like that too. They're just so rich and amazing. If you've never had one, one of those purple Okinawan Japanese sweet potatoes, you should definitely get your hands on one. I had to order mine from Hawaii. And I will be eating all of them, hopefully sharing with my family. But you know, y'all, I'm not great at sharing food I love. I'm going to try to be better. Maybe that should be my New Year's resolution. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about this concept that I have discussed before, but I've never made an episode. It's still going to be a shorter episode. Of course, every time I say that ends up being 45 minutes long, but I think this is going to be pretty short. But what I want to accomplish with with this episode is to give you some ideas so that you are not left with the excuse to go drive through the fast food restaurant and make decisions that you weren't wanting to make, okay? The way that I do life in general is that I like to have my own food. So first of all, being plant-based, you know, it makes it so that you're always prepared with your own food because you never know where you're gonna be and they may not have options, but also because it feels better to me. I don't like eating a lot of processed, ultra-processed, 
high oil, high salt foods because it doesn't feel good to me. So I almost always take my lunch at the office. If not, it's because we planned to have like a little office lunch. And I really do not like in the middle of the week, if I hadn't planned to do an eating out or fast food. And that is why I created the weeknight emergency meal concept. So that regardless of the situation, I am going to have quick, delicious, yet very simple plant-based food available that I can make fast and then I don't have the excuse to order something in. And believe it or not, this is even faster than you would think. I did a little web search for emergency weeknight meals and a lot of the things that came up is stuff that still used a lot of perishable food, a lot of things that are gonna go bad or things that you would have to buy if you you know, you're at the end of a week and you haven't gone shopping or you weren't able to go shopping. This, I usually utilize this when we come back from vacation. You know, when you come back from a long vacation and you're exhausted and you planned it so that you have to go back to work the next morning, but you still have to eat dinner that night. This is perfect because before you left for vacation, you cleaned everything out, right? Because you don't want to come home to like rotting fruits and vegetables. So you don't have anything fresh. This is the perfect time to implement that. You come home, you're tired. You like literally just want to pick up the phone and order something. But I promise you, if you implement this for your family, you're going to have something to eat in just a few minutes and it's going to be nourishing and you're going to feel good. You're not going to regret it. So why should we do this? One, to feel good. If you haven't listened to my episode about making choices at restaurants, I also talk about how often we eat out in this country, which is a lot. And eating out, I'm not saying it's bad because we eat out at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. But every Friday night, that's our family night where we order something in or go grab something. And maybe one other time with my husband, I might go out. So it's not that I don't ever go to restaurants, but the average American family, they're eating out three, four plus times per week. It doesn't feel good. It, co it costs money. It's more expensive than just making your own food. So listen to that episode if you want to learn more about making choices at restaurants and hearing the facts about how often we eat out. That's 102B on restaurants. But I had an experience one night. I don't even know what was going on, but I think, I don't know. I, I didn't want to cook, but then I changed my mind. And before I had changed my mind, my husband went out to the fast food to get something for the boys. And I think he was just went to Taco Bell. If you haven't checked out my YouTube videos, I have one on Taco Bell and making choices on at Taco Bell. However, so he went to Taco Bell. After he left, I decided, you know what? I don't really want Taco Bell. I'm gonna make myself my own food. And I was actually finished making my meal before he got back from running over to Taco Bell. And remember, Taco Bell is fast. You just drive through the thing. So basically you just have to drive there, drive through the thing and come back. But I was able to finish my meal, making my meal. It was on the table getting cold before he returned from that trip. And we don't live out in the country. We, la we live in the middle of town. So that really solidified for me this myth that we have that fast food is really that fast. Cause you still have to get in a car. You still have to go somewhere pay for it, come back, and it's more expensive, it takes time, and it's not health promoting, and it doesn't feel good in your body. So just don't buy into that myth that it's really saving you time when you can make something pretty quick at home. And now for a very important message. 
Hey veggie lover, if you are looking for free resources to guide you on your plant-based and healthy living journey, go to dryami.com forward slash free for tons of free downloadable PDFs. Hundreds of people have taken advantage of my tips to help them reduce meat and dairy consumption, navigate eating out, and build satisfying plant-based meals. Download one or download them all. And don't forget to share with friends and family. DrYami.com forward slash free. And now back to the episode. I'm going to talk about meals that I have available to make pretty much at all times, at all times, year round. I have these things available so that I know I can make these emergency meals. The ingredients are in the freezer and in the pantry. So I'm not even going to talk about any ingredients that you would have to have fresh. No fresh ingredients, no perishable. Everything is either canned or shelf stable or frozen. And you don't have to take a lot of time to cook it. So I'm not even going to talk about dried beans or dried grains or any of that because we all know brown rice takes like 45 minutes to cook. And when I'm tired, I don't want to wait 45 minutes to eat hungry. So these are the things that I have in my freezer on a regular basis, pretty much all the time so that I can implement my weeknight emergency meal plan. Okay, frozen veggie of variety of types. My favorite is frozen broccoli, I always have that, but I usually have a bag or two of mixed frozen veggies, usually like the stir fry kind, kind of like the Asian twist, but also, you know, they have the frozen veggies that has the carrots and the peas and that kind of thing. Frozen peas by themselves, frozen potatoes, frozen corn, frozen sweet corn, and frozen bread. So basically a loaf of bread, hamburger buns, and tortillas. I put some in the freezer so that there's always some in there to implement my emergency meal plan. And then I put some blocks of tofu. Now for the for those tofu purists out there who are gasping like, oh, how dare she? Yes, it changes the texture of the tofu. I kind of like it though, because then it gets kind of spongy and, and it absorbs more stuff, but it's not going to have the exact same texture as whenever you cook tofu more fresh, but it's food, it's available for you when you have an emergency, okay? So that's what I have in the freezer. So we talked about the veggies, the peas, grains, frozen potatoes, nuts and seeds, corn, bread, tortillas, tofu. In my pantry, I have several different kinds of canned beans. Now this is in addition to most of the time also having dried beans and dried grains and those kinds of things. But I'm talking about things that you can have that aren't gonna go bad and it does it's not gonna take you a long time to cook, okay? So you wanna get some canned beans. You wanna find some shelf-stable grains and these are everywhere now. They have them at Walmart, Fred Meyer, whatever your grocery store is, you're gonna be able to find it. They usually come in either like a little bag, like a little baggie that you can microwave, or sometimes it'll come like in a little bowl that has a plastic cover and it's cooked. So the rice, the grain, sometimes it's just rice, sometimes it's quinoa and rice, and it's already pre-cooked in there. The There's some that have nothing added to them, like no oils, but the majority of them have a little bit of oil, but this is okay. This is for an emergency and it is going to help you avoid Taco Bell, okay? I'm not saying Taco Bell's bad. We can eat it every once in a while, but if you're doing it every single week because you're tired and you're hungry, this is something you can do faster than Taco Bell. What else? Salsa. 
So shelf-stable salsa in your pantry, pasta, which is endless, okay? So of course there's the traditional wheat pasta, but then you can have bean pasta made out of chickpeas, made out of peas, made out of lentils, every single bean, probably black beans, they have all kinds of pasta, gluten-free pasta, but also Asian noodles. So like rice noodles and those kinds of things. So having a few of each kind, Pasta sauce, so spaghetti sauce, pasta sauce, jarred sauce. You always wanna have at least one can, depending on how big your family is. Usually one is enough for mine. But if you have a bigger family, if you need two or three always available that you're not gonna use that are there for emergencies. And nutritional yeast, cause you know, what's life without nutritional yeast? Thank goodness it's shelf stable and you can stock up, get it in the bulk section, so it's always available. So I'm gonna give you five ideas with things that you can do. So these are my emergency meals. The top two are the ones that we do most often. In a pinch, there's no food left, we got back from vacation, or it's just been a chaotic week and I did not have time to the grocery store or order groceries or whatever. The first one, which there is a video that we will link, is my pasta, veggie pasta with creamy tomato sauce. This is so easy, y'all. You don't, I'm not gonna give you recipes for any of this stuff because you don't need recipes. I'm just gonna tell you how I make it. So basically you cook the pasta and then in the last five minutes of the pasta cooking, you throw in your frozen veggies. I like to use broccoli because I love broccoli, but you can use whatever veggies. You can even add frozen peas. And at the end, after everything's cooked, you can add some canned beans if you want. Cause you know what? It's never wrong to add beans to your meals ever. Never wrong. Then as that's cooking in your blender, you pour your jar of pasta sauce. I put a little water into the jar and shake it up and get all the rest of the sauce and make it just have a little bit more water in there. And then I put half to one cup of raw cashews in there. I have a Vitamix, so I don't have to soak my cashews. If you don't have a Vitamix, what you can do is you can pre-soak your cashews and then freeze them after that. So then they're gonna be even easier to blend. So you throw in half a cup to one cup of cashews, blend that up till it's nice and smooth and you have an amazing creamy tomato sauce. You can also add nutritional yeast to that if you want, plus or minus. I do, I love it. So then when your pasta and your veggies are done cooking, you drain them, mix everything together, put it in bowls, you're done. Like literally 15 minutes, 15 minutes tops to make this meal. You walk through the door, 15 minutes later, you're eating, and that's faster than if you were to have sent somebody to Taco Bell to get food. You're gonna feel better too, and it's delicious. Your kids are gonna love that recipe. My number two weeknight emergency meal is going to be veggie burgers. Now this doesn't sound like an emergency meal. Oh, and I forgot to actually put that in the freezer section. I always keep veggie burgers in the freezer. I usually have both homemade and store-bought veggie burgers in there. And that's why I keep the hamburger buns in there too. So I have the frozen veggie burgers and then I have the frozen burger buns because they're not gonna be eaten if they're in the freezer. Pop those veggie burgers in the microwave, pop your buns in the toaster or the air fryer. If we had lettuce and tomato, we'd use it, but you just got back from vacation. There's no fresh food in the house. So you just get your ketchup and your mustard and whatever. If you have pickles, you know, you do the best you can, but you have food, you have nourishment and it's it's yummy, okay? So, and you know, kids like stuff like that too. You know, it's, hey, it's a veggie burger, but actually it's healthier than you would think. So 
That's my second emergency meal because you had the veggie burgers and you had the buns in the freezer ready to go in case of an emergency. Number three, pantry chili. You get a couple of cans of black beans or maybe some black beans and some pinto beans. Use your creativity. Use your preferences here. Don't even drain it. Do not even take the time to drain those cans. Put it in your pot. Then get a cup or two of frozen corn. Put it in your pot and then get your jar of salsa. Put it in the pot. Stir it up until it's warm enough to eat. Like literally that's less than 15 minutes. The most it's going to take is opening cans and jars. It's surprisingly delicious. If you happen to have fresh cilantro, put it in there because, oh, cilantro. But you probably don't because you just got back home from vacation. So you've got your beans, you got your grains, you got your tomato for your beta carotene antioxidant. So you're set to go and your belly is full. Number four, weeknight emergency meal. All right, this is going to include an ingredient from your fridge like the veggie burgers did, but this is so yummy. So I get a couple of cans of chickpeas because y'all know those are my favorite. I do drain them and then I simmer them in barbecue sauce. We usually do have barbecue sauce in our fridge because I use it for different recipes. So I add barbecue sauce to it, simmer it, I heat up some of those shelf-stable grains, or if you want, you can heat up noodles, if you want, and mix them together. Yummy, everybody loves it. Can also add nutritional yeast to that as well. And then my last number five idea for your weeknight emergency meal plan is going to be steamed veggies with a side of beans with some yummy cheesy sauce over it. And if you haven't already tried this nacho cheesy sauce, you definitely have to try it. Basically, you have your cashews, so your raw cashews and salsa that you got from the pantry and nutritional yeast and water. And you mix that together and you make this yummy cheesy sauce. So I think my exact amount, because I make a lot, because usually if I make it, I make for the week so it lasts us. But you, you can have it if you want. So two cups of raw cashews, one cup of salsa, half or a little bit more cup of water and half a cup of nutritional yeast and blend that until it's really smooth. And you're gonna steam your veggies, you're gonna heat up your beans, put them in a plate and put your your cheesy sauce on it. And if you wanted, you could even steam some of that, those frozen potatoes you have in the fridge. If you get those skillet potatoes, what are they called? Either potatoes O'Brien and or skillet potatoes, they come cubed, they're frozen. You can steam those, they're so good. And they usually don't have anything added to them except like citric acid as a preservative. So that's another thing that you can pull from your freezer that can make a quick meal that is non-perishable. And now for a very important message. Hey mama, if you are feeling frustrated about mealtime battles, worried that your child isn't eating enough or eating enough vegetables, afraid that your child is going to get some awful deficiency or disease because of the lack of diversity in their diet, I wrote a book that might be for you. A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy is available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook through all major online booksellers. Did you know that most children are born with the innate ability to eat the appropriate amount of food to satisfy their hunger and support appropriate growth? Despite this, parents are still anxious and confused about how much and what to feed their children. 
In addition, many children are labeled as picky eaters or develop behaviors such as hiding and sneaking food. There's also a growing epidemic of dieting behaviors and eating disorders beginning at alarmingly young ages. In my book, you'll learn the five pillars of healthy eating, how to apply intuitive eating through all the stages of development, lifestyle habits that support healthy eating and body image, troubleshooting and problem solving for picky eaters, overeating and dieting behaviors, how to create and foster a healthy body image in your children, how exploring your own body image and relationship with food will help raise an intuitive eater, and what foods to offer your child at different stages of development. A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy, available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook through all major online booksellers. Are you ready for a fresh approach to feeding your child? For more information, visit dryami.com forward slash book. And now back to the episode. All right. So the, those are my five ideas for weeknight emergency meals that you don't need to use any perishable foods and you can have ready in 15 minutes or less. Veggie pasta with creamy tomato sauce, veggie burgers from the freezer, the pantry chili, the black bean chili, barbecue chickpeas over rice, and your steamed veggies, black beans with your nacho cheesy sauce. But you make your own recipes, find your own recipes, and then keep those things in your freezer and in your pantry so that in a pinch, you are ready to go. And it's yummy and it's delicious. Everybody's gonna be so impressed because you're just gonna be like, hey, I can whip this up. You're gonna eat, you're no longer gonna be hangry then you can relax with your family and enjoy the rest of your evening. And you're not gonna feel yucky from eating the ultra processed food from the drive-thru. I hope that this is helpful. If you have a weeknight emergency meal plan already and there are certain meals that you make, I'd love to hear because I always like to update on these things and I can talk about them on social media. Email me. Yami, Y-A-M-I, at dryami.com. And I wanna give a shout out to Trish and Jay Reese, who just interviewed me for their podcast, The Black Phoenix. And we actually talked about this concept. I talked to them about how, especially if you don't have access to fresh fruits and vegetables, you can use your freezer in your pantry to help you still eat whole plant foods. This is what I call fast food. This is convenience food. It doesn't take very long. It tastes good. When you have access to fresh fruits and vegetables, go for it. When you're on top of your menus and you're planning, go for it. But it doesn't have to be an excuse because you can have these things available and ready to go for you. All right, veggie lovers, thank you so much for your attention. I love you so much. And I hope that you have a very fantastic day. Hey, veggie lover, I hope that you loved today's episode. Will you take a second and do me a huge favor? Please subscribe to my podcast so that you never miss an episode. You're the reason I'm here and I want to share it all with you. Thank you for listening and have a plantastic day.